The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And greeting conversationalists from all around the world. This is the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armendariz, the Mexican, not afraid to be Americano. Vamos a empezar con el show. Let's get this party rolling. All right. I didn't say party in Spanish. I said show. Just in case those of you out there are going, hey, I speak Spanish. That's not what he said. Uh, anyway. Look, we got a lot to get to today. I, there, you know, I, don't worry, I'm gonna get the booty juice. I haven't gotten the booty juice yet, and I keep telling you guys about booty juice, and you really need to know what booty juice is up to, so I am going to get to the booty juice story, so don't you worry. Uh, so that's on tap for today. Uh, I'm almost, almost gonna get into, look, I got a different take on this Lauren Bobert business. Um, I, you know, I, I, gosh, I don't even know, where to start with this? Look, I, you guys know I'm, I'm, I am not a sycophant to the Republican Party. <laughs> I, I'm not a liberal Democrat by any means, but I would consider myself a, a libertarian. I could, I told you guys probably you could sum me up by saying a conservatarian. Uh, you know, my buddy, uh, or fellow, uh, he's not really my buddy. I don't know him that well, but, uh, fellow talk show host over there on Sirius Satellite who's on the Patriot, uh, he, uh, I don't know if he coined this phrase or not, but I have, I, I heard him say it and I thought, you know, that's a pretty good way to sum up kind of how I believe a conservatarian. And, uh, where you've got conservative views, you've got libertarian views, you blend them together, you're a conservatarian. And I, I, I kind of look at myself that way. Uh, but anyway, I tell you this to tell you this. A lot of, of Republicans out there or, or certain Republicans and some, some of my fellow talk show hosts are blasting the crap out of Lauren Bobert. Lauren, Lauren Bobert. Uh, so I'm going to get to that because I've got a little bit different take. So I'm going to get to that too. So, so hang tight. We're going to get to booty juice. We're going to get to Lumber Bear, but I want to start the show and I hate to start the show with a sad story, but, I, but this is a story that you've got to, you've got to hear. You need to understand. You need to look it up for yourself. If you can stomach it, you need to watch the video because this is a story that the mainstream media is trying to hide from you. The Democrats don't want you to know about this story. The bureaucracy doesn't want you to know about this story. The media darn sure don't want you to know about this story. And why? You have to ask yourself why. I tell you this all the time. All the time. Whenever something happens out there and you find out about it and you and you go, "My goodness, why haven't I heard about this? This is a huge story." And you wonder why no one's reporting on it. You wonder why the mainstream media, you wonder why CNN isn't talking about it. MSNBC is not talking about it. ABC, NBC, CBI, all, all of them. NPR, none of them will touch it. And you gotta ask yourself why. Now, let me tell you, let me tell you about this story. So two, two thugs, uh, this was yesterday or the day before or sometime, uh, two thugs started recording on their phone giggling and whatever and you can watch the video folks i'm not making this up and they targeted a a an older dude this guy was 60 something years old he was a retired i believe he was a retired police officer they targeted this guy watched him ride his bicycle down the street got i believe they stole the car i believe the story is they stole the car so these two thugs steal a car they go up to this neighborhood. They 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 find the uh, the this old poor dude riding his bicycle, sixty uh, something year old dude riding a bicycle. They target him. 
they come up, they speed up, they run him over. They run him over. They giggle, they laugh about it, and they drive away. Left the man there to die. This was not an accident. This was a targeted murder. These dudes, these thugs, who absolutely had no regard for life, or better yet, understand this, they had no regard for consequences. They had no worry that there would be consequences to their actions. Now, you want to talk to me about morals? You want to talk to me about taking the higher the higher ground, which we're going to get to when we talk about the Loma Bear story, uh, and you'll understand why I'm making this connection, because you're going to hear a lot of conservatives or, or, or Republican types or establishment types, you're going to hear them go after Loma Bear, and you're going to hear them talk about high high standards and higher morality well how do we get to a point where two young thugs two young dudes can plan a murder by stealing a car seeing this this elderly dude on a bicycle and single him out and go we're going to we're not just going to hit him we're not going to run close to him we're not going to knock him off his bike oh no we're going to come up behind him at a pretty good speed and run him over and that is just what these thugs did and again if you can stomach the video look it up before they wipe it from the internet do a duck duck go search folks duck duck go won't follow you they won't block you and they won't lead you you just go do a duck duck go search and you'll find the stories as long as it's out there so you just go go look it up. Go put in two dudes run over a bicycle rider or do whatever search you need to do, but you'll find it. Watch the video if you can stomach it. But folks, it's a, it's a it's an awful video. These kids, these dudes, I don't know how I you know I honestly don't know how old. I believe they were teenagers, but I don't care. They better be tried like adults, and they ought to find themselves in the electric chair or a firing squad would be better um, for what they did. But the point of the matter is, is what I'm trying to make here. Why, how do we get to a point where these two guys, no matter how, whatever, 16, 17, 18, I don't know how old they were, however, doesn't matter. They know wrong from right. How do we get to a point where these two dudes could steal a car, which is bad enough, taking someone else's property, that's bad enough, and they feel good about that. But then there, how do we get to the point where they have no concern or with what's going to happen to them? They have no concern over consequences. They have no concern of being jailed. They have no concern of being, being put to the death uh, by chair or, or whatever or by injection. They don't have a problem. They're not worried about that. They seeked out and killed this dude on a bicycle by running him over and giggled about it and left the scene. That is two people in in this country who were not worried about going to jail. They're not worried about consequences. How do we get to this point? So you want to talk about morality. We got a problem here, folks, and it's a crime problem. And when this crime problem starts to to get into other areas, maybe you're going to wake up. Maybe when this crime expands from the city closest to you and gets into your neighborhoods, maybe you you women out there who are in the suburbs who couldn't bring yourself to vote for Trump, so you voted for the dementia patient who who is who setting the groundwork to have the crime that we're having. For you people out there, and a lot of you are women out there in the suburbs who couldn't bring yourself to vote for Trump. You couldn't bring yourself to vote for the party of law and order, which is the Republican Party today. No, you went and voted for Democrats. You didn't just vote for the dementia patient. You allowed Democrats down that ticket in 2020 to be elected, although luckily it wasn't a whole lot in 2020 uh, after the presidency. 
but you still let some Democrats get elected. And then you let Democrats get elected in 2022. You, you, you darn near almost kept the House. You allowed this to happen. So by allowing these Democrats to vote, you're allowing this groundwork for this crime spree to, to explode. And the crime spree has been exploding since 2020. And now you're starting to see the consequences of it. And when this stuff gets to your suburban neighborhood, maybe you'll think twice about voting for a Democrat again. Maybe you'll think twice before you vote for the dementia patient if he's on the ticket in 2024. I'm not so sure he's going to make it. Doesn't matter who's there, though, folks. Understand, the Democrat Party of today is one big mesh pool of of socialist, authoritarian-seeking, power-hungry people. There's no such thing as a as a as a middle of the road Democrat. There's no such thing as a moderate Democrat. Why do I say that? I say that, and 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 you can throw Mansion in my face, Mansion. Look, we're stuck with a stupid spending bill causing more inflation that they pretended was going to lower inflation when all it was was a climate bill, a climate spending bill to make the Democrat donors rich and to make people like Hunter Biden rich. That bill got passed because of Joe Manchin. Don't tell me Joe Manchin is a moderate. They don't exist. The Democrat Party is one big mesh, malleable, well, I don't even know how malleable they are because, well, if it's, as long as it's authoritarian, then yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll bend to that. But they won't break. The Democrat Party will stay together and stay together and stay together. That's what they are today. And they're one big mesh of an authoritarian seeking power hungry group. And, and, and they won't eat their own. So there's no such thing as a moderate here. No such thing as a moderate here. So this is what I'm saying. They are causing this crime. And, and when it hits your neighborhood, maybe you'll start to worry about it. David? Yeah, I just saw one of my heroes was on, uh, Mark Levine. Oh yeah. And, uh, he's got a new book out, which I'm going to order a copy of, uh, called The Democrats Hate, Hate America. America. Yep. And, uh, you know, he's, he's dead on. He, he is. I've got a couple of his books and, uh, the guy's an outstanding, even if you, you don't like him as a talk show host, you'll like his books. His you know, it's, books. but he's saying exactly what you're saying that, you know, what's happened to our country mm-hmm. is Democrats. Yeah. And yeah. it's, you know, I'm, you can't turn on the news. There is no news anymore. Uh, Fox has gone down the tube. In my opinion, uh, they're, they have ruined Fox and Friends, and they're going to live to they're regret to. that. They're <laughs> yeah. playing to 13% of the population instead of 87% oh. of the population. So, you know, I think they're going to shoot themselves in the head. But it's it's like the whole – everything's messed up. It's in, in the deal of stealing the bicycle and running. Yeah. I've, I've watched the yeah. video it's, a number it's, of times. It's a hard video to watch. It, it angers me when I see that video. But it, it's, but it also saddens me. I mean, yeah, to, to know that we have two human beings, uh, presumably Americans, who can run down and kill a fellow American and laugh about it and then drive away. It just and, blows my mind. You know, one of the... People that was they were talking about the the video and and showed it. Where are those kids' parents? Right. You know. I, I, I mean, again, 
the Democrat culture to destroy the nuclear family. So are these two young men, are they the product of a broken house, a broken family? I, I mean, I, maybe we should find out. But you know, David, if you ask that question, then you're going to get called names. And there's a reason that there's a part of this story I've left out. And, and, and if you're wondering, why hasn't this story, imagine, ladies and gentlemen, imagine if I, you know what? I am going to pause here because I want you to think about this. There's a reason I haven't told you key components of this story. And there's a reason why this story is not on the mainstream media. I want you to think about it. I want you to think about it. What could be the circumstances under which the media and, and Democrats and, and the bureaucracy would not want you to know about this story? Two young men steal a car, target and another, an elderly gentleman riding his bicycle. From behind, run him over and kill him. And then they laugh about it and they drive away. Why aren't you hearing about the story? Why isn't it on the media? Their you last know, name is you, Biden? <laughs> right. Their last name may be Biden. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I, I just want you to think about that. And then I'll probably later on in the show, I'll get to the part that I'm leaving out. But I'll bet you everybody, uh, especially our listeners, David, because the listeners to the On Point with Victor show tend to be a little bit brighter. Uh, but I know there's some Democrats that listen because they let me know they listen and they get mad at me sometimes. And, and so if you're a Democrat out there and you're listening to me right now, whether you're listening to me live or you're listening to me later, which by the way, you can listen anytime on Spotify, Apple Podcast, AmericasWebRadio.com. You can find this show everywhere now. Um, you can even find this show on all over social media. So you'll be able to find what I'm saying, and I want you to think about it. You think why this why this story hasn't been reported, and when you find it, you'll you'll find out real quick why it hasn't been reported. And I'll say this: <clears throat> it doesn't fit the narrative. Now, what narrative I'm, am I talking about? I'm going to let you do that, figure that out yourself. But it doesn't fit the narrative. And here's the point. Here's another point with the decline of the society and, and how Democrats. Are, are perpetuating this and the bureaucracy is and the media is in the back seat or the pocket of the Democrats. And, and you've heard me say this before. The media is basically just another arm of the Democrat Party. And if you doubt me on that, then you tell me why this story isn't being reported other than the obvious reason it doesn't fit the narrative. It doesn't fit the media narrative. It doesn't fit the Democrat narrative. And the, what do the Democrats want to do? They want to divide, 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 divide. They want the people of this country to hate each other. They want you to fight each other. And they want you to do it over, 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 especially they want you to do it over race. Well, you look at this story and you'll find out why it's not being reported. And, and, and how sad is that? Because the only way, the only way we're going to get a grip on this crime and stopping this crime, stopping the spread of crime is when the criminal has a fear of what's going to happen, a fear of consequences. We need to put the fear of law and order back into the populace. Now, I am not saying let's go give police these crazy powers. No. All they got to do is abide by the law. And if you are a criminal, listen, trust me on this, folks. Trust me. Criminals out there, when they go do their deed, they think about the repercussions. They do think about, eh, you know, if I do this, what's going to happen? And right now, because of Democrat DAs, because of George Soros-funded district attorneys and George Soros-funded attorney generals and the way the Democrat Party is operating, look at that bozo mayor in Chicago. Look at the, look at, look at most of the Democrats around this country, the cities they're running into the ground. 
Look at Chicago. Look at Detroit. Look at New Orleans. Look at L.A. Look at San Francisco. Look Adams at in Atlanta. New York. That look at absolutely Adams in New York. Look at all of these Democrat-run cities and the problems they're having. They're being caused by the Democrat so-called leaders. And these leaders, so-called leaders, are out there letting criminals go. You can go smack a poor old lady across the face in the streets of New York, and you will be let loose before that woman's out of the hospital. That's messed up. Criminals today are not fearing the repercussions of law and order. They're not fearing. They have no fear of the police. They have no fear of law and order. Listen, when I was a kid... I got busted for riding a dirt bike at, uh, I don't know, 13, 14 years old through the neighborhood. I knew if I got caught, I would probably get in trouble, and I feared my parents more than I feared the police. But I did have that fear. I knew when I was getting on that motorcycle, taking off and going through the neighborhood on it, doing wheelies, and just so I could get to the playground of the nearest school so I could go do donuts on their playground and then ride that bike back, I knew at some point I could probably get busted by the police and would be in more trouble by, by my parents. But I weighed the option. I wasn't hurting anybody else. I was fulfilling the need for speed that I had to get on a motorcycle and ride it through the streets to get to where I wanted to go because I wasn't old enough to put it on a trailer and drive myself to the proper place to ride. But but I knew I knew the consequences. And one day, that day did come. That day came. Somebody finally called the police on me. That police toured the neighborhood until I until he found, caught me coming back home. And, and what great uh, community police officer this was. He pulled me over, and he looked at me, and he goes, you're going to walk that thing home, aren't you? And I looked at him like a stupid kid I was and said, but it runs fine. And he looked at me and he goes, I'm going to ask you again. You're going to walk that thing home, aren't you? And then it clicked and I went, yes, sir, I sure am. I'm walking this thing home. And I walked that motorcycle home. And and that was the end of that. And, and I didn't do it again. And and this is what I'm saying. How do you go from that, from a, from a young kid like myself who weighs the options of riding a motorcycle illegally on the street to two guys making the assumption that, you know what, we're probably going to go free. If they arrest us, they're going to put us out on this no-pay-bell crap laws that they have. We're going to walk away after we kill this guy, so let's go kill this guy. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know how any other way to put it. We better figure out real quick how to put the fear of law and order back into these little thugs running around. And I don't care where the thug is coming from. I don't care what the thug's background is. If you are over the age of 16, 15, 14, you ought to know right from wrong. You know darn well it's wrong to kill a person. And I, and again, I don't care the culture. I don't care the background. Don't care any of that. Because if you're a human being, you're old enough to know right from wrong. You're old enough to know not to kill somebody. <clears throat> and we got to get back to the point to where anyone who thinks they're going to go drive, steal a car to begin with and then to run somebody over and end their life, then they've got to understand that their life is going to be ended. Because let me tell you what needs to happen to these two dudes. These two dudes need to be put on trial as adults, and they need to go fast-track to the, uh, I would say, firing squad, but I don't think we have firing squads anymore, David, so uh, fast-track them to the electric chair. Uh, I'm sorry, I have no compassion for two people, and watch the video, folks, watch the video. This is why I, I feel the way I feel. I have no compassion for, for two guys who can sit and steal a car and then 
see a guy riding a bicycle and then say, we're going to go run him down and kill him and laugh about it. Then do it, laugh more, and drive away. I have no compassion for that. And the only way to put a stop to this is to start setting some examples. So these these two guys, I don't care how old they are, they need to be tried as adults. They need to be run right into the system. They need to see a, a solitary confinement until they get to the electric chair. Uh, that's, I, and if they're in a, a – I don't even know what state that was in, David. So they may be in a state where they don't do uh, the death penalty. Well, fine. Then you put them under a jail. You put them in a jail that's going to be so miserable. And I don't mean a jail where they get TV time or they get workout gym time or they get basketball, volleyball, or whatever time. No. They need to be in a cell about the size of a – not even the size of a bathroom. And they need to rot there. And this, and it needs to be told. We need to get back to where, when we're educating children and kids and teenagers and adults, that if you do this heinous crime, or as, as the Alabama judge put it, or the lawyer put it in the movie, My Cousin Vinny, hyenas, this hyenas crime, if people are going to make the decision to do these types of crimes, they need to understand what's going to happen to them. Because when, as soon as we start showing what happens to them, you're going to see crime drop. If we start arresting these people and punishing them within accordance to what they do, then you're going to see crime drop. So I, I'm just I, I look folks, I'm not angry. I'm just right. Victor, I'm not angry, I'm just right. Yeah, David. When I was uh, probably I guess about ten ten, eleven, maybe younger, maybe nine, I don't remember. But I was in a thing called Indian Guides. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was sort of like Boy Scouts, but it was um, it was called Indian Guides. It was through the YMCA, as a matter of fact. And then along comes years after that. Along mm-hmm. comes a thing called. Do you remember what the the letters PC stand for? Politically correct. Politically correct. <laughs> uh-huh. But I can remember. I can remember sitting here and tell you about it. When I was in Indian Guides at 9, 10, 11, 12, whatever, our group went on a tour, and it would certainly not be politically correct today. Right. But we went on a tour of the local jail. Okay. I, yeah, yeah, okay. Do I need I, to say more? No, I know exactly where you're going with that. And maybe we need more of that. We you, need you know, more of that. They used to do the program Scare Them Straight, where yeah. they would take uh, kids and yeah. take them to the jails to let them see how these people were living. Oh, yeah, and you'd have some of them grab at you, or mm-hmm. you'd, you'd have oh, them making they comments. Make horrible comments, absolutely. And they, you, I you mean, they make there. comments like, oh, we'll wait, we, we can't wait to see you when you get here. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and yeah. that has stuck with me for oh. 70 years. There you go. And I don't want to be in jail. I don't want to see any part of it. Right. And, you know... Maybe it's not politically correct to do that anymore. It's not the refined thing yeah, to do. It's not the well. I'm sure it's not the liberal way to do things. Oh, we can't scare the kids. We can't. Oh, it's the children. Yeah, David. Some of the best things you can do, and some of the best things we learned as kids, and and you you just mentioned one. There are things. There are lessons that can be learned as a child that you will never ever forget. Forget. 
Exactly. Ever. And that's and the way it should be. That's the way I it mean, should it be. It worked for years until these progressive, authoritarian, woke Democrats came along and started uh, freeing criminals left and right and then wondering why we have a crime problem. Yeah. I, I mean – I, I'm about to have to take a trip to New York, and one of the hotels that we used that that this the the people that I'm going with some of the place they used to stay. Now I'm not going to tell you where I used to stay. I'm not going to tell you where I want to stay, but I'll tell you where they used to stay. And they used to stay at the Roosevelt Hotel. You can't, and they can't stay at the Roosevelt Hotel this time because it's littered with illegals and 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 some criminality that's going around New York and and. Uh, that's just, it's just a sad day, David, to see it where is. we've gotten to. And, you know, and, oh, what, what are we going to do about it? What, what, what kind of, I can tell you what to do about it real fast. Mm-hmm. Start enforcing I, the, laws the laws that we have. I, I say we get back to some John Wayne lessons. Yeah. You know, the Duke. The, he was a real man. Uh, let, and, and if we don't want to go back that far, then let's go as far as Chuck Norris. Do you think Chuck Norris would put up with this? <laughs> Chuck Norris doesn't let his kids didn't let his kids grow up like this. Trust me, uh, yeah, so, you know yeah, this we is, need hard lessons. We need hard lessons. We need we, we need, need the, discipline in schools. A hundred percent. We need discipline on the streets. And you know, I've known over the years a lot of cops, mm-hmm. and I can't say that every cop I knew was perfect by right. any stretch. Well, but I I can honestly say. The cops that I've known, and this is from Texas to Georgia, I've never seen one take advantage of his badge or her badge. Right, right, because and most of them are good people. Most of them are very I good people. I mean, there's people. always a bad apple here and there, but that doesn't mean the the The, the whole batch is bad. Is bad. The whole no. ba- batch is bad, exactly. And, you know, we need to, and it, what a slap in the face to risk my life. Mm-hmm. To handcuff somebody, take him to jail, yeah. and, and meet him at the front door before I before can Before you out. get off work. Yeah. and uh, <laughs> I mean, your shift may not be over by the time the criminal that you brought in is out. That's and right. that is messed up. That is so messed up. And, David, we have a shortage of police officers right now. We have a shortage of police officers, all caused by the Democrat Party. And and then the crime running rampant, and then they wonder, how do we get a grip on this? And then you've got the idiots like the mayor of, of Chicago and some of these other Democrats in Chicago who were out this weekend telling you that their policies of soft on crime are going to bring crime down. When right in your face, <clears throat> you can see what's happening. You can see the crime go up. You see crime in an area that, that, that didn't used to exist. And ladies and gentlemen, if you think... You can hide from it because you live in the suburb. You are drastically mistaken. Ask the people of Buckhead and ask some people just outside of Buckhead in Atlanta. They thought they were in really nice neighborhoods. <laughs> so, all right, folks, we got to take a break. We will be right back. This is the On Point with Victor Show. I am Victor Armanderes. On August 8th, 2022, in violation of the Fourth Amendment, the FBI performed a most egregious search of a former president's home. The Fourth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution provides that the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched, and the persons or things to be seized. 
The Fourth Amendment originally enforced the notion that each man's home is his castle, secure from unreasonable searches and seizures of property by the government. We must take a stand and take back our country. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the On Point with Victor Show. I am Victor Armendariz. This is the America's Web Radio Station you are tuned into. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you to all your listeners from Florida to Georgia, all the way up to New York, all the way over to Montana and California and down to Texas and and so many places in between. That's where this show is heard. Uh, This show is growing. It's growing fast. Uh, Cannot thank you enough. And for any, any program director out there, Who's brave enough? Uh, do you want to be in, get in touch with me? Then, uh, hey, I'm happy to talk with anybody. I fill in for the Eric Erickson show on occasion and be happy to fill in for some others. So, uh, <laughs> if you've got the courage to put me on, uh, do you want, you want the, you've got the courage to put on the Mexican not afraid to be American, then you give me a call. You, uh, Victor at America's Web Radio. Victor at America's Web Radio. And listen, folks, if you're out there and you want to sponsor my show, we've, 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 can't do it for free. We'd like to, but we can't. So, uh, so listen, you want to be a great sponsor of the On Point with Victor show, uh, email gm at americaswebradio.com or victor at americaswebradio.com. Uh, or you can go to my website and contact me. You can do whatever. If you want me to come speak at your event. Now, here's another thing. If you're a Republican Party out there, organization group, and you've got the courage to bring a, a, a Mexican not afraid to be American to come speak for your group, hey, I will do it. I love to do it. I, I, I give speeches all the time, and I speak at uh, all kinds of groups, Tea Parties, to Republicans. I'll even speak at a Democrat group. Uh, they won't like me. But I'll do it. But here's the thing. Here's the thing about Democrat groups. The officials won't like me, but the people will. They will yell at me by the time I, but by the time I'm done, I guarantee you I'll win over half of them. Uh, that's just a talent that I have, folks. That's just a talent that I have. But, uh, but anyway, I, I, I definitely go over better at a Tea Party or Republican group. So you let me know, you guys. I'm, I'm happy to speak anywhere. And you can, you can uh, actually go to my website, theonpointwithvictorshow.com, and, uh, and, and put in an inquiry there if you want to schedule me to come speak at your event. And, uh, listen, I, I go to schools. I'll speak to schools. Teachers, I'll speak to students. Uh, if you've got the courage, give me a call. So, all right, folks. So, listen, I want to move on. So, you can go look this up. You can go look up that story. You can see why the media doesn't want to talk about it. You can see why how it doesn't fit their narrative. But, but when David said something before the last break, it did it did spawn one thought and made me think of something. And I want to just say this before I move on. You look how the media is trying not to report a story of two thugs who killed an innocent bicycle rider. Okay? They, they, they stole a car, they ran him over and killed him. And they don't want to talk about that. But you take a guy, a former military guy, who was on a subway, who saved I don't know how many people from a whack, whacked out 
mentally deserved, maybe mentally ill person. Who knows? But it was a criminal. This guy was a known criminal, known criminal activity. He gets on the subway train and he's uh, or, or the metro or however you call it, and in New York. And this former uh, former military guy, I'm not sure if he was a marine or not, but former military guy takes down this this and and ends this situation so that this criminal can't hurt anybody. And what happened to that story? That was wall to wall. You couldn't hide from that story. They told that story over and over because they tried to convince you that somehow the military guy was at fault and not the victim. And and somehow this military guy didn't save any potential victims. But the the criminal, they wanted you to think the criminal was the victim. How messed up is this? How messed up? How so? See, you see, you see that right there is one narrative. The media cannot spin these two thugs into being the victims. The only victim here is the poor dude on the bicycle who can't go home to his family. His family can't see him anymore. His wife is widowed now because these two thugs ran him over and laughed about it. The media doesn't want you to see that because they can't convince you somehow that these two two thugs aren't somehow the victim. But let me tell you, when the story does get out, don't be surprised. The media will try to find a way to tell you, oh, it's not their fault. Oh, it's 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 the economy. It's Trump. Somehow. And that's the other reason you're not hearing about it, David, because they hadn't figured out a way to blame Trump yet. Or climate change. If they could blame climate change, then you would see the story. My my foot got stuck on the gas. If we didn't have a gas car, I wouldn't have my foot on the gas. There you go. <laughs> so, hey, uh, you know, the I other got- thing that's sad about um, the gentleman that uh, took down the the guy on the subway and then has caught all sorts of grief yeah. and hell yeah, they're, they're, and being tried trying for to prosecute it. him yeah and yet prosecuted for self defense yet here we saw this was just last week a guy beating the hell out of a little old lady yeah with a with her umbrella with her and own cane or umbrella and literally beat her people are sitting there times. and won't do anything yeah, they filmed it because they're scared of the boy. That's another point, David. I I don't know how. Look, I I am not a huge guy. I am not the Rock. <laughs> but I couldn't stand there and watch somebody get beaten like that. Now, in the state, most of the states that I reside in, or stay in, or visit, I will shoot your. I, you know, I probably shouldn't say that. I will. You will meet the wrong end of a weapon <laughs> if I see you doing this to an old lady. Now, if I see it in New York, I'm going to take that cane from you, and I'm going to beat the heck out of you. But I'm, I, I don't understand, David, how people can sit there and film and post this stuff and not come to that lady's aid. What happened to a good Samaritan law? Or what happened to the good Samaritan laws? Um, I, I mean, I, I, that I don't understand, David. I, and I, and look, I get it. People are scared. People don't want to get beaten themselves. Don't want to get involved. And they don't want to get involved. But if you can, if you can watch an old lady get beaten by a thug and not try to do something about it, I don't know who you are. I wasn't raised that way. I wasn't raised that way. Uh, I, I, uh, I would find a way in my small stature. 
I would find a way to hurt this thug. I promise you. I there's there's plenty of things. If you don't have a weapon, if you're not in a state where you can defend yourself, now look, you're not going to see thugs do stuff like this in in Georgia or or uh, Alabama or Tennessee because they will get shot. You're not going to see them do it in Florida. At least they're not going to do it outside of the liberal cities. The liberal cities where you've got nothing but a bunch of liberals gathered around, where with their little uh, this is a gun free zone sign. Yeah, they're going to be victims, and that's hey, that's too bad. If they're lucky enough to have somebody like me or one of my friends around, then maybe they won't get hurt so bad. But these criminals aren't going to come outside those cities, and they're not going to come into, like, say, for instance, where I am or some of my friends are and do this stuff because they know darn well that we won't put up with it. Just like the song says, not in my town or, or a small town or whatever that, that song that, that that country star put out about a small town. that they can, you, you try bringing this to a small town and it isn't going to fly. Well, it isn't, folks. It isn't. It isn't. We are swift to, to, to prepare justice in the name of self-defense. If you attack us, you attack our family, you attack our friends, or you attack an innocent person and we're there to witness it, we will be the good Samaritans. We will step up. Now, I don't know about you bozo liberals up there in New York and Chicago and these other places who can watch a 60, 70, 80-year-old woman get pummeled with a cane or an umbrella and just videotape it. What is wrong with the youth today? You're more concerned with videotaping something or, or, or whatever you call it when you're using your phone, uh, and, and you record this, this business and then you post it. You're more concerned about posting on social media to see how many, how many likes you can get or how many views you can get rather than coming to the aid of a fellow elderly American. What kind of parents do you have and who the hell brought you up? Must have been a government school. It must have been a government school. All right, David. I'm going to move on, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I want to talk about I, – I, 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 don't worry. I'm going to get the booty juice. I'm going to get the booty juice. But let me explain what, what this, what's all this hoopla going on about Lauren Bobert because you're going to hear about Lauren Bobert. You won't hear about the two thugs that ran down a poor, innocent man riding his bicycle. But you're going to hear about Lauren Bobert. So let me, let me, let me give my analysis here because, I, look, my analysis is a little bit different. A little bit different than, than probably what you're going to hear from a lot of people. So don't get mad at me. This is just my opinion. This is my thoughts, my analysis. Uh, you can have your own. That's what's great about this country. Uh, unless you're living in Newsom's world or some Democrat place, then uh, you don't get an opinion. Uh, only the elite liberals do. And if you if your opinion doesn't align with theirs, then <laughs> you might go to jail. Uh, look what they're trying to do to Trump. They're trying to punish Trump for thought. So anyway. So, Laura Bobert, look, let me tell you my problem that I have. So, I really don't care. Look, you guys know I have a lot of, I have a big libertarian streak in me. I don't care what Laura Bobert was doing on her date. That's her time. That's her private life. And I'm old enough to remember when the Democrats told us, uh, five seconds ago that when a, a Democrat candidate is, um, engaging in porn activity, making money at it, that that's her private life. I agree with it. It is her private life. I don't care if that Democrat representative or, or the Democrat lady running for office, which I don't even remember where she's running, but they found out that she's <laughs> she was a porn star apparently uh, or a porn wannabe star. Uh, listen, I, that's her business. I don't care. I don't care what she did uh, for money. 
in Biden's economy, lots of people are having to do things they never thought they would do to make money. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying you should do that. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm saying there are people out there who are trying to figure out how to survive in Biden's economy because Biden's economy sucks. And when you've got a Democrat lady who's running for office as a Democrat who had to make money in the porn industry, well, maybe, maybe she shouldn't be a Democrat anymore. <laughs> so, but I don't care what she did, folks, just as I don't care what Lauren Bobert did. I don't care what she does on her dates, and I don't care who she does it with. Don't care. Don't care. Uh, I, the, the government and you as a voter shouldn't be concerned, uh, or should I don't think you should be that concerned with what this lady does on her, her, her uh, dates. Now... You can be concerned about her judgment. Now, if her area, if her where she represents her district, if those voters want to make a decision on based on her judgment, then that's for them to do. It's not for me to stand up here and blast all Republicans or blast Bobert and say that we need to lose the House by dumping her because she made some transgressions. No, she didn't hurt anybody. She was just doing, I mean, look, bad judgment. That's what I think. of Now, the vaping part. Now, if there was a pregnant lady there and the pregnant lady asked her to stop vaping and she didn't do it, shame on you, Lauren Bobert. Lauren Bobert, shame on you. you should, that's ridiculous. But I'll bet you she learns from this. But, uh, but, but, but here's what I'm saying. And, and, and look, there's a reason why I, I said that, um, People are calling for for us to hold our side to a higher ground. Well, I'm not so sure about that, folks. I'm not so sure. Now, look, I understand. I would love for people that I support to 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 have a higher standard. I would love for them to live their life the way that I um, think maybe I live mine, or the way I, they think that people should be living, or whatever. Uh, but a higher standard. Do the right thing. Do the right thing all the time. I'd love for people to do that. But it's not reality. It's not reality. And when we're up against a party like the Democrats, who are who have gone all 100% authoritarian, when the Democrat Party of today wants to tell me what to drive, what to eat, how to get medical care, what shot to put in my arms, when they want to force me, tell me what bulb, light bulb to use, tell me I, what stove to use, what dishwasher to use, what washing machine I can have. When you have a party that's trying to control every aspect of your life, that is an authoritarian party. That's the Democrats. When you have those Democrats who are putting criminals on the street so they can cause chaos, that's an authoritarian party. And I don't want to put up with that party. So I will support Republicans like Lauren Bobert because she does the right thing in the Congress. Now, again, her district, they can, if they want to replace her because of her judgment calls, then they can do that. But I'm not going to sit here and pretend that everybody in the Republican tent is going to have the same morals as I do. Because, folks, let me tell you something. The Republican Party isn't just the party of, of, of religious people or, or whatever the Democrats say it is. The Republican Party has been growing because of Donald J. Trump. Donald J. And, and let me tell you this. A lot of the support for Donald J. Trump, and this is another thing, and, and I, I want to get to this later, and maybe it'll have to be next week, but I am baffled by the fact that there are so many Democrats and pundits and news people and media types and even fellow radio hosts who do not understand the Trump voter. There are so many of you out there who just can't get your head, wrap your head around what a Trump voter is or who a Trump voter is. Well, let me tell you, I'll just say this without getting into it. 
the Republican Party is is made up right now of Trump supporters, of a lot of Trump supporters who don't give a rat's you know what about your high and mighty this or high and mighty that or your morality this and morality that. They didn't come into the Republican tent to vote for their pastor, their preacher, or their 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 idols, whatever. No. They, they, they voted for somebody who they thought was going to think about them, the working man, the working woman, the, the, somebody who was going to actually put forth policies on freedom and on liberty, somebody who was actually going to put Supreme Court justices who would uphold the Constitution. And you know what? Trump did all those things. So understand this. Understand this. There are a lot of voters coming into the Republican tent, which is what I thought the Republican Party wanted. You want the big tent. You want voters to come in. Well, let me tell you something. Not all the voters are coming in are going to have the same moral compass that you do. Now, I'm not saying it's right, but I'm telling you, when you're facing a Democrat authoritarian party that sticks together and that will never eat their own, they will protect their own. My goodness, look what they're doing. They're for Fetterman. They're changing the rules of the Senate so that a, 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 a patient... A, who sh- a, someone who should be in recovery in a hospital, or at least at home recovering with their family, is in the sen- halls of the Senate. And apparently, Fetterman can put on a sweatshirt and shorts, but he can't put on slacks and a shirt, a button-down shirt? Yeah, I don't get that one, folks. Please, have someone explain that one to me. So they're going to change the rules. The Democrats will never eat their own. They have an agenda, and that agenda is authoritarian control over you. And when we're facing that we can't expect, and, and honestly, folks, honestly, the Democrats have done so much damage to this country. They've done so much damage to this country. And, and if you are a good person and you get into politics, the Democrats will eat you alive. They will come after you with such veracity. How, how are there any good people left to run for office on the Republican side? You, that, I'm serious, folks. I have a serious question. Seriously, for all you pundits out there and all you other hosts out there who are telling me that I should hold the Republicans to a higher standard, that the Republicans need to, we need to throw the people out who don't have the same moral compass as us. Well, ladies and gentlemen, maybe there aren't enough good people left that want to be in politics. I'm asking a serious question. Because it seems like the good people that run for politics get run out of town real quick by Democrats or by the establishment. So I don't know. Do we have enough good people left? Do we have? I hope so, folks. I hope we do. I hope we do. But but Lauren Bobert going on a date and doing some pretty stupid thing. I mean, come on, folks. I mean, she shouldn't have. I mean, she should be smarter than that. She ought to understand. You are representing. You're in Congress. You're a firebrand because you're a, you're a Trump supporter. You're a Freedom Caucus member. You ought to know that that the eyes are going to be on you, and every camera is going to be on you, and people are just waiting. Every Democrat out there or establishment Republican is just waiting to, for you to do something so they can blast you with it, and then you go and do this. I mean, all you're doing is playing through their hands, Lauren. You're playing into their hands. Now, again, what did Lauren do? Look, Lauren went on a date to a theater to watch the Beetlejuice uh, Broadway show. And while sitting there, uh, now it was dark, I'm sure, um, but they've got really good cameras and they caught this stuff. But, but Bobert, uh, engaged, well, let's put it this way. She, apparently she needed a massage and she was getting one from her date. <laughs> I, I, look, this is a family show. So I'm going to keep it clean. Even though, even though 
I know we're on internet radio, and I can pretty much say whatever I want. But I also fill in for some other host, and I fill in for Eric Erickson and some other people in, on, on normal FMAM radio is guarded by the FCC. So I have to keep myself in check because I, I can't go from here to there and, and, and be free for all. So that's why I don't do it here. And I do, and I have, uh, some, some listeners who let their children listen to my show. So I have to keep it clean because I like to educate and I like, uh, I like it for homeschoolers to be able to listen to my show. And, and I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that there are parents out there who homeschool their children who let them listen to my show because they're going to get some good ideas. They're going to hear a good perspective here. Uh, this is why you're not going to hear me cuss. You're not going to hear me. I'm, I'm try to keep it clean. Try to keep it clean. So, um, Lauren, Bo- Lauren Bobert apparently had an itch <laughs> or or needed she had a sore muscle in the chest area and uh her date massaged it for her. Now, was this the time and place and for that to happen? Probably not. But it was dark and they probably thought I even saw the video and I saw Lauren look around to see if anybody was looking. I, I you know, so clearly she was concerned. But I, I, she must have needed that massage really bad in that chest area, and uh, her boyfriend uh, obliged. And he, he, that dude, his arms got to be tired because I saw that video. And I, I tell you, if you haven't seen it, go watch the video. He he was working hard to massage that uh, uh, area for her, and uh, and then she reciprocated. Apparently, she either lost something, uh, but in the seat between the legs of her date, or maybe he had an itch. Because she was looking for something. <laughs> so, and again, I, look, I can make fun of this, folks, because I, I, I don't, I don't care what they were doing. Uh, but, but her constituents can make the decision on whether her judgment was good or bad. <laughs> now, I can tell you, she needs to be smarter than this, and I'll bet you she will be. She's already come out and and started uh, talking about it and saying a big mistake she made and feels bad about it, and you know she's showing remorse, which is good. Just good. Uh, more than I can say that Democrats would do. Uh, but they're trying to vilify her, folks, for this. They're trying to vilify her for it. And then, unfortunately, the Republicans. Here, here's what I mean. Here's what I mean. If she were a Democrat, the Democrats would rally around her and they would tell you you were a crotchety old fuddy-duddy for caring what she was doing. If she were a Democrat, just like they're rallying between uh, behind the uh, the lady campaigning who was the who the one wannabe porn star. Uh, just like they're rallying behind her, they if if Lauren Bobert was a Democrat, they would be rallying behind her and telling you you're wrong for for feeling bad or thinking she was doing something wrong. But because she's a Republican and because she's a Freedom Caucus Republican, they're coming after her, and the Republican establishment is coming after her. Uh, so you got to keep this in perspective. Got to put this in perspective. Now, uh, now here's the problem I have with what Lauren was doing. If she was vaping. And, and and somebody politely asked a pregnant woman. I, again, I don't know. I haven't verified this. I just read that a pregnant woman asked her to stop vaping, and apparently she didn't want to stop. Now, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I, my problem with Lauren Bobert would be if a pregnant lady asked you to stop vaping and you continue to do it, then shame on you, Lauren Bobert. Shame on you. Now, I also heard and I read... That Lauren, but when they when they remove when the ushers came to remove Lauren and her date from the theater, that Lauren Bobert said something to the effect of, "Do you know who I am?" Now, if she did that, that ticks me off more than anything she did, uh, more than any massage she was getting or giving. 
What ticks me off more is if she acted like an elite Democrat and actually looked at this usher and said, do you know who I am? Now, I, again, I don't know if she really said it. I'm just reading in the reporting that she said that. Now, if she said that, that's the problem I have with Lone Bear. Lone Bear, here's my message to you. Don't be a Democrat. Don't be an elitist Democrat. Elitist Democrats will look constantly. Hillary Clinton and the rest of them will look at people and go, Dude, you know who I am? I'm better than you. Lauren Bobert, please don't be that way. I would have never guessed for you to say something like that. Now, if it's true and you said that, you need to go apologize for it. And you need to show some some kind of uh, um, remorse for that. Because you're not an elitist, Lauren Bobert. You're serving at the will of the people in your district. And they can remove you, which they almost did in 2022. You barely won in 2022. And I don't, I hope you're not walking around telling people, do you know who I am? Because folks, you've heard me say this before. Don't be a Democrat. I say it to Trump supporters. I say it to Republicans. I say this to a lot of voters. Don't act like a Democrat. Our side shouldn't ever act like the Democrats. Never. Just, and I'll say this to the January 6th people who rioted and got out of control on January 6th. You were acting like Democrats. Don't act. And you know why I say that? Ladies and gentlemen, if you think January 6th was anything close to an insurrection, you ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen nothing yet. When Donald Trump is elected in 2024 or Ron DeSantis is elected in 2024, you're going to see what an insurrection looks like because the Democrats are going to lose their ever-loving minds, especially if Donald Trump wins or when Donald Trump wins. The Democrats will lose their ever-loving mind and they will turn loose their their military wing, which is Antifa and BLM. And you want to see what an attack on the Capitol looks like? You just wait. And I am going to, I'm not going to hold my breath, but I will sit back and, and just wait patiently for the media and for the Democrats and the Republicans to start going after and arresting people for an insurrection, charging them, or, or oh no, they don't even have to charge them with an insurrection because nobody on January 6th has been charged with an insurrection. But you're about to see. If you think January 6th was a real riot, if you think it was an insurrection, you just wait. You ain't seen nothing yet. You wait till the Democrats lose to Donald Trump or they lose to Ron DeSantis in 2024. You wait and see the riots and the crime that's going to take place. And then let's see what the Democrats do about it. Let's see what the Democrat officials, what Pelosi and Adam Schiff had shift. I said shift. Let's see when when all these bozos, the screaming insurrection for January sixth, and and Liz Cheney. Let's wait and see what they have to say when the Democrat Party and their sycophants lose their ever loving minds when Donald J. Trump is sworn in as president of these United States in twenty twenty five, or if it's Ron DeSantis. And let's face it, if it's Nikki Haley, they're going to do the same thing. If it's uh, Rashaswamy, they're going to do the same thing. If it's Tim Scott, it's going to be even worse. You just wait. You just wait. Mark my words. So, but this is what I'm saying, folks. This is what I'm saying. So, Lauren Bobert, do not be a Democrat. Do not be a Democrat. Don't act like an elitist Democrat. That's going to be your quickest ticket because I don't think the Republicans, your quickest ticket out of Congress, because I don't think the Republicans will put up with you acting like an elitist. So I hope it's not true. I hope you didn't look at that usher and ask him if he knew who you were. Because if you ever did that to me, let me tell the Republican Party this, or Democrats. 
if any politician ever comes up to me, or if I'm in, in, a, in some kind of arena or whatever, where and a politician comes up and says, do you know who I am? I will find the nearest intercom system, and I will get on it, and I will say, ladies and gentlemen, please, please, may I have your attention, please? We apparently have another dementia patient that was elected to office because they don't seem to remember who they are. Now, if anyone here can tell me who this person is, please come forth and do so. Thank you for your assistance. That's what I would do. If at any politician, if I see a politician come up and ask some, some hardworking usher or, or any hardworking person, do you know who I am? Please. Lauren Bobert, leave that to the Democrats. That's a Democrat crap. That's their elitism. Not the Republicans. So I hope it's not true. I hope you didn't do it. But if you did do it, you better come out and apologize for it. And you apologize to that usher. And you better usher all kinds of gifts to that usher. <laughs> no, but you better have some niceties to say because that's ridiculous. So anyway, so that's just I'm going to sum it up right there. Sum it up right there. And here's another point I want to make. How is it that we're supposed to believe, we are supposed to believe, that this theater in Denver, Colorado has better surveillance cameras than the White House? So Lauren Bobert can go on a date to a theater and this and the lights be dim. I'm sure it's pretty dark because in a Broadway show it's gonna be dark, so the lights are are, are accented on the stage. And Lauren Bobert can be sitting there with her date and uh, he can go on a massaging tour and she can go on a scavenger hunt between his legs. And they catch this on film, and they can analyze this film. And this this cam- surveillance camera was so good that it could shed light on what they were doing because it's very clear in the video, folks. Very clear what they were doing, and you can look it up yourself. But I'm supposed to believe, we the people are supposed to believe, that that theater in Denver has a better equipment of surveillance than the White House. So I can see everything that Lauren Bobert and her boyfriend were doing but you tell you're telling me that I don't you don't know who put the cocaine stash in the White House, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you something. They know darn well who has the cocaine in the White House. They just don't want you and me to know about it. Because if there's one place on this planet that has the very best in surveillance equipment, it's and the and cocaine apparently, it's the White House. Now there I've gone. I've done it again. I've run out of time, and I'm not going to get to the booty juice. Folks, if you don't know who Booty Juice is, Booty Juice is the Secretary of Transportation, Booty Judge. But Joe Biden, and you can look this up too, Joe Biden was on the podium and he tried to say thank you, Mr. Secretary, Booty Judge, but he couldn't say Secretary Booty Judge because the dementia patient couldn't remember what his name was. So what did the dementia patient do? He called him Booty Juice. So for now and ever, the transportation of, of uh, the Secretary of Transportation will be known as Booty Juice because it came from the mouth of Joe Biden himself. Booty juice. So that's who booty juice is. Now I will tell you next week what booty juice said, which is what I have told you time and time on this show. I have told you that the goal of the Democrat party is to get you out of vehicle ownership. They don't want you owning a gas car. They don't want you owning an electric car. Trust me folks, they don't. And, and booty juice and his, his new, uh, his new group that he's put together there to analyze, uh, environmental conditions and all that crap for transportation, they have openly stated they would like to ban the people of this country from owning a vehicle, including EVs. So just like I told you before, folks, 
this EV crap. It's just to get you out of a gas car, to get you into something that they can stop you from powering and charging because you won't have the power to do it, because we don't have the grid to do it, and then you won't have any vehicle to drive. That is the goal of this authoritarian Democrat Party, and we will talk about it more next week. So, folks, just remember that's who Booty Juice is, and that's what they're up to, and uh, we'll get to more next week, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been awesome. You guys have a rest of great rest of your week. Stay tuned. Locked and Loaded's up next. I'm out. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.